0: Hey, you know who else was a journalist? No. Ernest Hemingway. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah.
1: yeah. right? Wasn't he? That's yeah, a, he, he must was. Have been yeah.
0: That's why he wrote short, mad. punctuals. He was yeah. like he was a punctual dude. He wouldn't write something like Ben Becker was a great journalist. He would write Ben. write Good. <laughs> <laughs> that was Ernest Hemingway. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Sizzle Reel Podcast, episode 19. One, nine. we one nine. We're uh, one away from 20 and one above 18. Yeah. eighteen, baby. That nice sweet spot. It's a good one, and I'm excited for it. Chris, you know what I just learned now. last week? So, you know, I, I sometimes I'll look at the analytics, you know. I'll, I'll check in on our couple listeners. Okay. Well, it turns out we went from two listeners... All right. You know, canonically, our listeners Matt were and Trey. Matt and Trey. <laughs> and now we've moved on. We also have added Braxton to the fold. Dude, that's,
1: that's a hell of an addition. That's
0: a big ad, a big get. We're, we're shaping up a little team right Massive here. Massive get. And we have a mystery listener who, according to the analytics, either this person listens, uh, like downloads it via a VPN or something. I don't know. But we have a listener in South
1: Africa i hope it's a real person like i mean obviously it's a real person i hope they're actually in south africa i hope so too but if they're not you know still c- come out and identify yourself if, if you're a vpn listener and and you set your settings to south, to south africa, africa then let us know because i respect that if
0: you got the joe berg vpn let us know <laughs> you know the Bafana Bafana vpn that's a soccer cut um no, but really, you know, normally we don't plug the the social media until everyone's done, like no, no longer listening. <laughs> but, but we'll just do it right at the top for our South African listener. Tweet at us, yeah, yeah, at Sizzle Real Gang, yeah, at Sizzle Real Gang, um, and and let us know, like, if you hear this because that would be kind of cool. We're just broadcasting, and here you are receiving the transmission, man. Yeah,
1: I wonder if if anyone will Lower ever man. find this podcast organically, or if it's only just going to be like. Our friends. I th- well, does that not count as organic reach? Uh I mean, kind of.
0: I would say A 100, I'd say that 100%. That's the most organic. I get word of mouth. Would you say yeah. me taking people's phones and typing sizzle real gang is not organic? <laughs> <laughs> I, I I I actually think that it's going to find more people than you think organically. Like, because you probably think it'll find like zero. <laughs> I, 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 I was think- thinking one, one to five. I was thinking like 10. Okay. So. It, I, I do think it'll it'll get there as long as we just consistently post. I think that's really what matters. I wonder you know? what
1: episode they're going to get in on. Get in, there. in out. I'm um, going episode they're going get in on. I bet
0: whatever. Yeah, who knows? I think they've I'm glad that they're getting in now, though. This is kind of a sweeter spot than yeah. like if you we had a friend who we told this, uh, told it to told told to listen to our podcast. And he said, um yeah, what episode do you want me to start on? He goes, I'm going to start at one. And I was like, definitely don't do that. Like, I was like, <laughs> maybe listen backwards. That might be easier. Like, shout out Connor Hickey. Oh yeah, shout out to Connor, man. Connor, yeah, he's he's a, he's a real one. He he uh he actually got me into uh, playing music. He's a he's a cool dude. I like him. He got me into doing drugs. That's that's classic Ch right there, <laughs> Connor sh- as we know him, Connor. <laughs> um, Chris, look, let's let's not beat around the bush here. All right, I would let's, never. Let's get to the question that everyone's been dying to know. Oh, How no. is your February oh, no. challenge no, 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 going? No, 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 <laughs> no. Uh,
1: it's going real great. Hopefully, I'll have something for you in about three weeks. It's not two for, weeks. No, no, don't think of it like that. It's not for me. It's for the world. Oh yeah, no. So, uh, hopefully, I'll have something for all of you out there listening. <laughs> all, all one of you. <laughs> yes. Um, what? What? Have you been made any progress
0: for real or no? No. Wait, and ref, to refresh. Can you refresh the one listener on what the February challenge is? Yeah,
1: I believe it's called Faces of February or February Faces. I don't remember. I think I actually think that we uh, posted about it on Instagram today, maybe. An did, ob- did we? I think so. We did? Well, I didn't. You didn't. Uh, Vince did. <laughs> on the what Instagram? Uh on, on the th- Shishkin Productions Instagram? I don't know. No, no, maybe. Oh, yeah, I, don't,
0: gang? I don't even know who runs what anymore. I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure I saw something though that mentioned our challenge. I wrote it on Twitter. That is what I okay. did. Then maybe then maybe yeah. it was you on Twitter. I'm out That's the one thing. I'm keeping up with the Twitter guys. If you're talking to the Twitter, you're talking directly to me. That's, that's what's crazy. happening. Yeah, that's it. That's what's happening. Um but tell, remind remind the people. What is it?
1: Well, it's just uh you can either make a video about faces any kind of faces, just tell a story about faces or incorporate them as, as visual imagery or whatever. Or or you can write a script. That was your your part of the challenge, yes. is you can write a script, any script about anything. Yes, uh, so it's just gotta be 12 pages, 12 I think pages. is what I said. Yeah. it just
0: gotta be a first draft. You don't even have to revise it. Just mm-hmm. literally sit down and just write 12 pages. Yeah. And so yeah. It, technically I think you have to do both things you have to do either the faces thing well not either or you'd literally have to do both you have to do faces and the script but if you want you can combine them oh, that's what i've been doing dang. Okay. i'm six pages in to my script about faces are you really i am but i'm not going to tell you the story
1: no, i don't want to know it i don't want you to to pollute no, my mind with your ideas yeah you
0: you need to come up with your own idea but my script is coming along swimmingly okay Yeah. Every time I, it's not six pages in like every time I, I do think about it sometimes when I walk home, I'm like, how could I incorporate faces into something clever? And by the time I get home, I never think of an idea. So I've still got what three weeks to do it. Yeah. Well, let's see. Catch me, catch me out here on February 27th, like (laughs) at 11 o'clock at night being like, all right, I got to start on this. You know what I mean? Uh, Old habits die hard.
1: Yeah. You know, sometimes we record a little bit early though. So maybe you have a, a few extra days. Maybe you could do it March 1st and people that's will true. never know the difference. And that's, that
0: makes zero sense. <laughs> I could do it March 1st. <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> you Yo, can finish it March 1st. What am I going to learn to time travel? Um, uh, I'll, yeah, but I'll do it. I'll knock it out. And you know what? I'll post it. I'll, I'll post it on Twitter. I'll post a PDF of it. it will be pretty good. Dang. Chris, look, this is a thing that occurred to me. So right now, We're working on on two different shows. Obviously, they're both shot remotely. The one that I'm mostly working on was uh, shot kind of across maybe like five, four or five different locations Mm -hmm. per episode, right? So there's like five different people talking all to each other on Zoom. It has been a tedious task it has been a heavy lift to try to sync all this and to get everything together because you know you're getting stuff that's all over the place in terms of frame rate in terms of file size half the time people like forget to record because they're not professionals they're just talking on zoom exactly and what i've uh found is that i guess you know if you if i was to transcode everything right away and run it through like handbrake and tell it hey just conform like just make this 24 frames a second right sure. like it would probably be a little easier to sync but regardless like,
1: the quality of the It'd sound still isn't
0: great and it's it's you know if it, people
1: cut out they freeze for a second even backup recordings you know that they, they don't yeah. do a whole lot extra for you
0: so we all know about the well let me say and then the one you're doing that one was actually like filmed but then in in a studio with like a nice camera and nice audio equipment but then it has a remote element to it. Exactly. A remote reaction. Right. Like you cut the video and then you send it off. And then the second character basically reacts to what they see on Zoom. Mm-hmm. And then that Zoom footage gets cut into the show. Right? Yeah. So we all it's been a, a year almost at this point of like doing remote stuff. And, you know, we still we still run into the struggles and the hardships of it. Everyone knows like how it doesn't stack up with being there and how it doesn't stack up with real footage and like how we're basically putting lipstick on a pig. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But what are some of like the positive things that you have gotten out of zoom and how do you
1: think it has changed editing? Dang. I don't know. There's, I guess the positive is is that we know that we can, we can continue with some sort of production no matter what the circumstances are, basically, as long as everyone has internet should be a basic right, by the way. Yeah. But as long as we have working internet, then. Yeah. You know, we can record something and we can cut around it and we can throw a logo on the beginning and all of a sudden it's branded (laughs) content and we're getting paid for it. So that's, that's the main benefit, I guess, or like the, the, the main is that it keeps going. Yeah, exactly. It keeps us in business. I mean, editing it is awful to be perfectly honest because everything's always slightly out of sync and it just never looks good. And sometimes even, even once you sync it up, you're five minutes into the further into the video and all of a sudden it's not synced anymore and then yeah. it resyncs like five seconds later and there's nothing you can really do about it because it's just it's the way it was recorded to me
0: what like all of those things are true and from like that's from the technical side right like that part of it is it's it, it sucks but one thing that changes during it i guess any sort of zoom interaction is the the timing of of the conversation and like you know because there's always that slight delay Things never are as organic as they they never work as organically as they should or as they would in person. Mm -hmm. But what that has taught me is like I've learned to recognize timing of moments, I think, a lot better than I used to be able to. Okay. whereas like I used to either just let a moment play or I would cut it wall to wall with like no room to breathe. Now I'm starting to learn like, oh, you know. Just by taking this person's response and shifting it back six frames or up six frames, it changes the tone of the conversation entirely. And like it used to be a thing where you know you could do it once. Now with Zoom, a lot of the time you have to do that like multiple times. Yeah, your conversation.
1: Yeah, otherwise everything's very
0: awkward. It, it, it sucks because the technology is what like inhib- it, uh, inhibits it, I guess. Is that is that the word sure, inhibits? Yeah. Like it, it blocks it up. It makes it not. It makes it so you can't like get a genuine interaction no matter how hard you try. Like yeah. in order for it to feel organic at all, there has to be real good rapport between the people who are conversing. Otherwise, like everyone's talking over each other, but not like they would in a room. Because in a room, if you talk over each other, you still can tell what's happening. Yeah in zoom, you can't tell what's happening. You know, you know, it's
1: interesting. Cause I think even over the phone, people are better. And maybe it's because when you're on the phone, usually it's just a one-on-one conversation versus what we're dealing with where it's like four people all yeah. in, on, on like a, a meeting. But I, it, there just seems to be like some sort of s- social cues that they don't translate over zoom and like people haven't found a way to make that work yet. Yeah, And maybe, and maybe it's just talent. Like maybe people at home have figured it out, but when you're trying to produce a show, it doesn't work out the same way because everyone kind of wants to get their little moment, but everything's half a second behind everyone else and two different people jump in And they're like oh wait no you go or whatever you know it just doesn't all the time that's the the best
0: one where they start talking then both of them are like no you go then they're like no 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 you go and then they both go no okay fine no wait okay (laughs) it's like that portlandia sketch where they're at the stop sign and they both keep waving each other through and then they crash (laughs) i um i i think that one thing it it's done man this is a little bit cynical but i think in terms of us like the fact that we and i say we as like post professionals right the fact that people in post have managed to kind of you know pivot and, and work with this like work with this last year and keep doing keep doing our job even during these like weird times yeah that in a way like i don't know maybe this is cynical i feel like it has cheapened editing it has made editing like like even less like respected yeah, you know what i mean yeah because now like people are like oh oh so they can still do this oh great okay cool well shit in that case like they can just keep doing it like this they they can keep working like this this is fine they can still make it work whereas like with cinematographers they're gonna be even more respected now Yeah. because now people are gonna be like oh my god this looks so much better thank you like we yeah we need to have that i guess like That's- if they respect them it ends up helping us which is good
1: You know, hopefully. Yeah, it's God, it's it's so frustrating because it's so much more work to deal with some of the stuff that we've been dealing with remotely, because when you have four people on a show and that's four, you know, it's one Zoom feed for the whole chat and then each individual person has their zoom recording. So you're at five recordings now. And then theoretically each one of those people also has a backup recording, like an iPhone side angle. So you're looking at nine angles for that in, yep. and five different audio feeds and yep. the, the, it's so much more work. And then the product still looks worse. Yes. Th- that That's the
0: thing right there. That's the weird thing. Is that like, you know, normally if you say you had to film everyone by themselves Mm -hmm. and then you decided to set up two cameras for everyone and you had five subjects and you and then say you just weren't able to film them together whatever so you have 10 cameras you'd be like okay well this is 10 options that's cool yeah but when you have to rely on someone who's not a professional who's just setting up a thing they're setting up their phone somewhere and you have to one i know this sounds silly but you got to rely on them to hit record which yeah it's it's it sounds easy but like if your job is just to be there and be interviewed, you're not thinking about like setting up cameras. You're thinking about performing. So, uh, you know, that, and then any technical thing where you have to do a screen record or anything like that, it's very easy to forget to, it's very easy to do something wrong. And so instead of getting like three feeds per person, for example, sometimes you get three feeds for one person, one feed for someone else, two for someone where one works and one kind of works part of the time. And then you have to like, it's just It turns the puzzle from like one of those fun puzzles to one of those puzzles where everything is just like, uh, it's like one of those like flat puzzles where it's all one color.
1: And you're (laughs) like, how do I even begin to put this together? Like, I guess I look for the edges. I don't really. Yeah. And and that that puzzle is missing like 20 pieces to begin with. And you only kind of, you kind of know which ones they are, but not for for sure. It's like if you're doing
0: a, a puzzle of like Clifford, the big red dog, rolling in the green grass.
1: But you put your red green colorblind. You're like, damn, everything's gray. I don't know what's happening, dude. Yeah, even on one of the projects we're doing now, you know, one of the people finished their Zoom recording and it gave them a prompt to save, and they didn't save. Which, like. To me, it's crazy, but also that happens. You know, people have those lapses. But the thing and the thing is, like, it's you can't even blame
0: them, right? Like, that's what's that's that's the thing. It's like, I can't even blame you because this isn't really your job. Like, exactly. You you don't you don't know any better. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like for us, you know, when we're said when it's when we're prompted with do you want to save? Always. Do you want to overwrite? Never. Like, I'm going to always save it as another name somewhere. I'll save Mm -hmm. it everything. But for them, they were like oh, I didn't think I needed it. I just sent like, that's the footage and we sent it. It's, and, and you know, they had had accidentally, I guess, copied the same piece of footage twice. So we lost one piece. And so they had, we that's had, we, we were like, Hey, can you go back? Like, oh, I didn't save. It's like, well, yeah. I can't blame you. I mean, like <laughs> technically you, you did, you thought you did it. So yeah. like, it's not like you just neglected it. You thought you did
1: it. And yeah. that's,
0: that's, you know, it's just that it's not your job.
1: Part of the frustration for me and like not to throw anyone under the bus, but like six months ago, we did like basically our first remote Zoom project. And yeah. I feel like nothing was really learned. It seems like the same pitfalls are still here as, as they were before.
0: Yeah, I, I think I mean, there's I think there's just always so many moving parts, particularly like I think the. When you have a show, right, if it's, I'm talking pre-COVID times, if you had a studio show and it had two guests, right, or like two characters, and then you increase that to three characters, four characters, five characters, the complexity of the show increases, but not in that crazy of a way. Yeah. It's like at the end of the day, you're still like, well, you know, we have three cams or we have four cams and, you know, we're going to have to figure out a way to shoot it, but this is what we got. The problem is that When in these Zoom calls, you add in another character, you actually are adding in extra cameras. So it's almost like being like, hey, when we have the host, we got two cameras. And when we, I know it's not like a broken record because I literally just said this, but like, it's like when we have five characters, we got like 12 cameras or more like 15 cameras. It's like, that's, it it just makes things a little more difficult because that just that much more stuff to watch, you know?
1: Well, and when, even when you're going through and, and editing it, like if you're just picking angles and you you have to enable certain tracks and disable them when you're dealing with 10 tracks like that, it takes like an hour to get through 30 seconds worth of the show. Yeah. Just and like for every angle or for every, you know, communication, any, anytime someone's talking, you have to have different boxes. You have to have a two box, a three box, a four box. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you're switching from one to the other, just two seconds apart. And like that, You have to resize two different ones, three, three different feeds, you know, all, all for a a, a 10 second chunk. And
0: I think a lot of the time people just don't realize how many elements can be on screen at a time, which is why, like, I don't, I don't blame it on anything. I just think it's just lack Lack of of knowledge, lack of knowledge. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of the time, if I'm talking to someone, I'll try to explain to them, like, Hey, I'll pause it and I'll be like, do you realize like how many things are on the screen right now at once? Like there is. This person's camera angle Mm -hmm. and there's four characters. So each person's camera angle, that's four elements. Yeah. Just
1: because you see, you don't see them on the screen
0: doesn't mean they're not there on the timeline. Then there's the graphic overlay that creates the window separation. That's the fifth element. So now we're on five tracks of video. Then say like there is a little infographic box or something that pops up that tells you something. That's a sixth layer of video. Then say there's like a little logo, like a little bug, a channel bug. Yeah. So that's another layer of video. And then, um, I guess, you know, you could always add, you can always add one extra thing and it it might look like one nice, cohesive, beautiful image, but that's, it's like eight layers of video. Sure. (laughs) And that stretches usually across, you know, the length of the project, be it, be it like a one minute thing or a 30 minute thing, you know?
1: And even if it's something silly, like just, a logo a bug that is there across the entire video that's still space on your timeline that's being taken up you know and that's it increases the likelihood that you're gonna miss something small somewhere else because everything's condensed like the screens are only so big people only have so much bandwidth there's um
0: i always think that those have you ever seen those things on twitter where people like will screenshot their timelines and they'll post them
1: i used to be like i think maybe the editor's subreddit or one of those subreddits they it's like just dedicated to like timelines so i used to look at them a lot there it's it's so crazy because
0: like if you really look at some and i guess that it goes for like longer stuff or more like feature length stuff or uh, maybe even like real like half hour TV shows and, and things like that. If you look at their timelines, they're kind of mind blowing sometimes where it's just like, yeah. wow, that's very different from the, the, the world I live in. You know what I mean? Like the world I explore is like, I try not to go past like four tracks of video at a time, usually, you know, and then I'll, I'll see these timelines where it's insane. One time I saw one from a sound mixer and uh, for a, for a feature film, and i was just like oh my god this is miserable like i don't know every footstep yeah every little door slam every everything and i was just like uh that
1: must take weeks months i i don't know i have no idea i would get lost in it i wouldn't know what i'm doing that's the thing it's like for for me from version to version a lot of the time I'll, i'll like just mute tracks that i know i'm not needing like i'm not gonna need but i'll Sometimes i will keep them there. Even if I know that I'm probably never going to bring them back, I like to have them there to know that this was my thought here at one time. So maybe it will work again. Yeah. But I don't think you could do that on a project like that because there'd be too many of those instances of muted like pieces of muted elements. And you'd be like, well, wait, why did I have this here? Do I need this still? Is this coming back? To be fair, I I do
0: think that those things rely pretty heavily. I'm assuming I've not worked on one before, but I yeah. assume that they rely very heavily on scripting. I like I think so. that yeah. a lot. I think a lot of the work gets done in a paper edit before it gets into post. Like I yeah. think that it's it's all like really tied down. Whereas like a lot of what we do tends to be, hey, here you go. We shot three hours. Make something cool. Yeah. And we then we, we, we write are, as we, we edit. We're, we're producing. Yeah. yeah. Like we're writing as we add, Which is why on like the latest reels, I've just, I've been giving myself post producer credit. Cause it's like, you know what? Fuck it. I kind of am like yeah. when I'm getting like two hours of footage and I have to like go through it and make a eight minute story. It's like a, that I'm producing that. You, shit, are. you know what yeah. I mean? You're
1: making at least decisions. The, at least I'm
0: the first step of it, you mm-hmm. know? But I don't know. It's, um, it is what it is, what it is. Look, let me ask you what, so one thing, if there was one thing that you've taken away from zoom, that's a positive what is the ultimate, like, what is the thing that you've learned from the zoom sort of a uh, workflow?
1: Man, I guess, I guess the, it's really pushed the idea of an edit to me, like how, how much we really can edit to make something work. Cause to make those zoom things work, you, you gotta work. I just said work like five times. You gotta work so hard though. Like it, even small pieces of those zoom videos workers of the world unite bro of workers of the world it's small pieces of those zoom videos are very intensive like they they take hours to put together yeah. and to like you're not manufacturing reactions necessarily but you're like adding to them exactly. you're emphasizing reactions yeah. i guess and it's it's just oh man it it's such a slower workflow but it it does show that you can still do those same things yeah like as a normal edit you can still make those reactions work it's just much more difficult yeah for me it's like i said it's the uh it's
0: the importance of the beats it's it's made me recognize like the little breaths and the pauses and how important it really is to to really nail those you know rather than cut the way i used to cut which is wall-to-wall youtuber style vlog style where it's like zero breaths zero pauses everything runs up on itself it's like i kind of still cut that way (laughs) i mean yeah well a lot of the work that we do you know calls for it right but um chris i think this is a good little spot to take a break yeah and then when we come back we got some we got some like I would say like game-changing ideas, some earth-shattering ideas. Oh shit, we have ideas. Yeah, these are these are these are classics. Stick around. They're not classics. They're they're game changers. But
1: <laughs> stick around
0: if you want to learn how to uh, one weird
1: trick that might help your edits. <laughs> Alright guys, by now you should be familiar with our favorite sponsor. Smells Like. Smells Like BK. It's a Brooklyn-based candle company. You know, they actually just came out with a few new scents as well, I believe. They got some new scents. They always have new scents coming because everything's a limited edition. Dude, that's so cool. I I love when products do stuff like that where like it's actually a craft with limited runs and exclusivity. It's
0: one of one, you know. If you try to order like the Smells Like Teen Spirit candle this time next year, good luck getting it. You're probably not going to get it. It's probably gone unless like... Like, Dude, it's rare. You got to check StockX. Yeah, you got to check StockX. It's gonna get flipped. Right now, we're burning a Justice and Peace candle, and that one smells great, man. It's uh, I can't really tell you what the notes are because so I'm not that educated, <laughs> but I am quite elevated. <laughs> you will be too after you get the smells like candles. Well, you, you got to put in the, uh, the promo, promo code. code. It's yeah, that's right. Sizzle. I believe it's just sizzle, and it gets you twenty percent off, which is like a hell of a discount. That is a deal. Honestly, like we sacrificed for you to get that sort of deal. You well, don't know what the negotiations were like. We're to paying get out that our deal. own pockets. We we are man. We're losing money on this spot, <laughs> but hopefully you guys like these
1: candles. Hell yeah! All right, everybody, we are back and we have tricks for you. Yeah, we got one one, one trick. weird
0: trick. One weird trick. So this is what I was thinking, man. Like, if I feel like recently, sometime in the last few months, you know, there there's been like a situation where you know you like a job and you think it's cool and mm-hmm. you take it. And then the rate isn't what you would like it to be, but you still take it. And, and then it turns out to be more work than you thought, whatever. At the end of the day, like maybe the rate is lower than you wanted it to be. Okay. So how do you get that rate up to what you want it to be? Let me tell you. I know. Okay. All right. After you take the money, after you get paid, you take the money. All right. And you invest
1: in Ethereum. Oh, And that way,
0: if it goes up, then you actually made your real
1: rate on the gig. That's a good, (laughs) that's a smart idea. Yeah. You know,
0: you ask to get paid in speculative cryptocurrency investments.
1: Yeah. And that's great for the the business that's paying you too, because they're, they might not even be paying you in real money. Do you think that any, that'll ever happen? (laughs) Like that people would ask for a rate and like. I'm sure people would do it. I think I personally think it's a bad move because, yeah. because it's so speculative and volatile in general. Like yeah. w- when you agree to the terms of the project versus when the project ends, there could be, it could be a, like a $5,000 difference easily. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's a gamble. It's, yeah. it's a it's a,
0: gi- it's a giant gamble. Yeah. I think, um, do you, th- I bet you there's like, uh, companies that started like, like cryptocurrency companies that started up and were like, Hey, you know, we need this, uh, like logo or something. And like, we'll pay you in crypto in our cryptocurrency. And then like, it just like, doesn't go anywhere. You know, pe-
1: people always talk about the, the guy who paid Whatever, like twelve bitcoins for a, a slice of pizza. I remember that, but no one ever talks about the pizza company that accepted those twelve bitcoins for a pizza. That is that's true. The, that's the best pizza. Like that's the best sale they've ever made. What do you think ended up
0: happening to those twelve? Though they probably just spent them, right, dude? That probably, right there. Yeah. That's like a long read. That's like a verge long read. <laughs> like I could totally see that being like a like it drops on like a like I don't know
1: like a you know, Saturday I've for also, a weekend read. I could be wrong, but I've re- I've I think I. Re- remember reading that the person who paid for that pizza is from Jacksonville?
0: Um, I don't know. I I I can't, I can't speak
1: on it at all, but if they did, I
0: mean, it kind of makes sense. Jacksonville, Florida is low key, like a Mecca for, for like big time thinkers, like for people who are, you know, way ahead of the curve. Like if, if you like live in Jacksonville, Florida and you kind of are, just present there i think you just end up taking in some sort of savviness like it's just yeah. it's just everyone who lives there tends to really be aware of what's happening, not only in their local sphere, but I think on a global scale too. They're,
1: they're just the savviest bunch of people. Yeah, Jacksonville, global city. Absolutely. Yeah, it is. So, so this is from Action <sighs> News. Yeah. moving right past <laughs> <laughs> ActionNewsJax.com I used to work for Action News Jax, oh, if damn. you were not aware. Now this is from they November pay, 1st. They pay us to make this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this is from November 1st, 2019. This is six weeks after I quit. But uh, says a local man's decision to buy pizza with bitcoin is opening up a new frontier of how people pay for everyday items and the government may fear its potential god damn ben they becker actually, what a were, writer they were like ahead of their time who wrote that ben becker uh i used to work with him he's pretty cool he's a good writer he's uh he, he's he's a journalist <laughs> he's a journalist shout
0: out to ben becker bro he's, he's from like, baltimore hey you know who else was a journalist no ernest hemingway oh yeah Oh yeah. yeah, right? Wasn't he? That's yeah, a, he, he must was. Have yeah, that's why he wrote short. Mad short punctual. Senses. He was yeah. like he was a punctual dude. He wouldn't write something like Ben Becker was a great journalist. He would write
1: Ben write good.
0: <laughs> that was Ernest Hemingway.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, Ben was all right. I like Ben. So. Th- uh, the computer programmer who lives in Jacksonville created a thread in an online forum in twenty ten saying, I'll pay ten thousand bitcoins for a couple of pizzas. The ten thousand bitcoins were worth about forty dollars at the time. Today, and this is twenty nineteen, they'd be worth almost a hundred million. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah. I gotta say, man. <laughs> from a Papa John's, you got it from Papa John. Come on. Yo.
0: And that's insane. I'm going to say Shaq, Shaq somehow ended up with those Bitcoins. Probably. Doesn't Shaq
1: own Papa John's now or something like that? Uh, he, I think uh, w- when Papa got in trouble for being a terrible person, I think they brought Shaq on as like a kind Trying of band-aid. make good. Yeah. You
0: know, Shaq, if Shaq's out here buying stuff, Shaq should buy Shishkin Productions. Shaq can productions. And then he can just be like, Shaq can be the face of our brand.
1: I would be into that. Apparently there's a plaque on this in, in, in this Papa John's on Atlantic Boulevard with a proclamation that Jacksonville is the home of the first Bitcoin purchase. Jesus Who Christ, knew?
0: what did I say? Global city, global city. <laughs> global fucking city. <laughs> Look, let me uh, let me ask you a question. This is like uh, out of the crypto realm, out of the, this is back into the editing realm. Have you ever had a project where like, um, this is a, a thing that I, I think I've experienced a lot of where you get like Stockholm syndrome, where oh, God. you start this project and then you realize it is what it is. But after you keep getting pulled in and it keeps going longer than you thought, you start to like see past it. And then you're at like, actually, this is great. Like, yeah. this is cool. Like, this is this is good stuff. I really then, enjoy this content. And then, yeah. And then you show it to someone. They're like, what is this? And you're like, it like snaps you out. You're like, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I uh, guess. I guess. I guess it, I guess it is what, what it yeah. is. Huh? But you nah.
1: ever had that situation? Yeah. I've, honestly, I've been feeling with the, the project that I've been on recently for the yeah. past like month going into it, I was not excited at all. The first like three days of it were really shitty where it's just so much footage. It's like four hours of footage that you're trying to condense into 20 minutes and you have to figure out what to keep and what not to keep. And then once you're late in the process and you see what it is, you're like, you know what? Not so bad. Not so bad. I kind of enjoy this. This is, this is a good quality product for, for the times we live in. I also think that
0: like, you know, It's, it's important to, to, to like see it for what it is. Like, I think a lot of the reason that we as editors can get like in the weeds and kind of get annoyed with stuff that we're working on is because we do see all of like the parts of it that could have been better because our whole job is to lose those parts. Yeah. We're the last in the process. So we see every mistake. And then like, if someone was to see it and not know the whole process behind it, they'd probably be like, Oh, this looks great. You know what I mean? So I guess, I guess if we're going from a place of like annoyance to like acceptance of the product, that means that
1: we did our job in a way. Yeah. So if you're still, are you saying we moved through the five stages of grief with the project? Yeah. 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 Editing is grief, grief, bro. You started
0: acceptance or you started annoyance and you ended acceptance. I don't know depression? What's the first one? Depression?
1: Uh, I think people entered the different stages at different times. Yeah. Like I'm always bargaining with producers. <laughs> I'm always angry at producers. I'm like,
0: I'm like, please, I will, uh, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll take one day off of the rate. If you just don't give me any more notes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know, man. I, 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 exp- I experienced that too. But again, like, you know, it's so hard for me to, to find when is it actual like Stockholm syndrome where I'm like, where my reaction to the piece isn't justified and where is it actually a, a good piece? You know, I think that's the, that's the thing. It's all, uh, what is it? Objective.
1: Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, sub, subjective. Subjective. Yeah. Is this so, a fucking hell, man? I never, uh, I never know. I never know that yeah. one. Ob- objective truths are true truths. True Subjectives. Or false truths. No, they're, they're just uh, opinions.
0: All right. Well, opinions are false truths, right? In a way. Wait, I don't maybe. know. Look, my point is if you're like watching back, A an edit and and say you like it, right? Like that doesn't necessarily mean someone else is gonna like it.
1: Yeah, Uh, yeah. I guess also a lot of the stuff that we edit, like I don't consume content like that, so I don't really know what the alternatives look like. To be honest, like I I will watch. You know, if we're picking up on a season of something that's already been done, I'll watch the previous season and see how they did it. But that's about it.
0: That's an interesting question. Have you ever really worked on the type of content that you consume? Like, I'm like, have you ever worked on something where you go, oh, this is cool. I actually have watched this exact thing before and now I'm working on it. I would
1: say other like news. Absolutely. Because it was lots of, just, I mean, everyone watches local news at some point in their life, but right. also I did lots of like sports highlights because I'd help with the sports shows. Yeah. That's the kind of stuff I would watch. So, yeah, I see that sometimes, but for the most part, I think, no, not really. I don't, I I don't edit the kind of things that I consume. consume. I don't think I really have either.
0: I mean, I'm just thinking about it. And like, to me again, like this, it's always been craft. Like it's like skill. Like that's what this is. It's like, this is my skill. This yeah. is what I do yeah. for money. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I know that sounds fucked up, but.
1: Well, I mean, if we were working on, you know, like film style things, like if we were working on content that you would find on Netflix, yeah. Then maybe that'd be a a different situation, right? But it's not not to say, like, type wise, because, for example, like, we do a
0: lot of work with Major League Soccer, and I'd literally watch it every fucking weekend. Yeah. It's just that, like, I wouldn't in particular. So one of the things we edited last year was like, we do like some highlight video type stuff, right? Yeah. It's not that I I don't, I wouldn't specifically go seeking out highlight videos because I just don't really consume highlights. Like that's not something that I really care about. Um, I'll watch maybe a random highlight on Twitter every once in a while, but like maybe one, if it's like exquisite, but it's very rare that I'll go and like watch the highlights of a game. I'll just watch the game. You know what I mean? Or I'll, if, if I haven't seen the game, I'll read about it. Yeah. But like when when it comes to it's not I'm not I'm not I'm not saying like subject matter. I'm saying specific, specific like the show or the piece or that that exact style of content. Because like, again, like I said, I watch soccer, so I like working on soccer
1: content, but I don't watch the specific style of stuff we make, you know? Yeah, I, I think even the the highlight stuff that we make is slightly different than a standard. Highlight reel too. Yeah. Um but I mean for me highlights are highlights. Like you're not, yeah, you're editing, but they're you're just showing the one angle of things that happen. Like it's not like a hype video necessarily. It's just highlights from a game. So it's it's different.
0: Yeah. I mean, really when I think about it, I don't even really consume that much video content. I feel like because all day I I stare at it working and then when I come home, I'm like, I'm listening to podcasts. Like, so uh, this, that's this true. is actually the closest I get. Now that I'm thinking about it, this is the close, the closest I get to making something that like, I actually am like, I feel like I'm rubbing shoulders with the world that I enjoy consuming. That's, okay. that's the podcast stuff. That's All why right. I like doing this shit, you know? But well, cause that's, to me is way more interesting than any, any video again it's probably biased cuz i'm looking at fucking videos all day <laughs> if i was
1: doing this all day i'm sure i'd be like man i got to
0: watch some highlights
1: <laughs> yeah i i mean most of the content that i take in yeah it's like sports podcasts but i would never i would never do one of those i would i would edit one of those if i was asked to but i feel like podcasts there's only so much editing involved. For it just most depends people. on the style of them
0: too. I yeah. feel like if you want to do like one of those NPR style podcasts, they work. You should listen to not, I feel like I'm being like a total major league soccer shill right now, but yeah. you should listen to their podcast. Uh, I want to say it's the, the, move, movement? the movement. Yeah. I want yeah. to say it's the movement. Um, Production on that is super cool. Really? Like, yeah, they, I think they only got two episodes in and then the season ended. So I'm hoping they have another season like, I'm hoping they have another season of the podcast to coincide with the MLS season coming up. That'd be awesome. But um, that thing is great, man. And that's like a, that's one of your NPR type podcasts where like it's not just conversation. They're, they tell stories. They tell stories. They do like the sound effects, the music beds, like all oh, that kind of stuff. That's you know what nice. I mean?
1: I haven't really listened to podcasts like that too much. Like here and there, but I, I, I should find some high high production value podcast, dude, that's the actually like that. Those are the ones that got me
0: into podcasts was all the high production value stuff. And then I was just like, well, those are cool, but also like they're hard to make. So they don't, they, there's not that many of them listened to. Yeah. I mean, you know? they're like radio
1: plays basically.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like, Oh wow. Well, you might be, that might be my faces uh, February challenge. Don't, don't go oh, too yeah. close to that. I might be writing radio play. Um, I'm saying uh like reply all for example I don't know if you know that podcast. Yeah, yeah. So reply all there's a reason that it doesn't come out every week is cuz it's a really hard podcast to make. Sure. It's a ton of fucking research, it's a ton of editing. It's it's really really good, at like high quality content. Yeah. But then you look at something like any like literally any sports podcast, right? Yeah. All they do is sit down for an hour and talk. It's not really hard to produce that, you know. So uh I think that's probably why, you know, more of
1: more conversational shit is consumed right yeah, the more high quality yeah. stuff well and it, it yeah basically it's easier to make it's easier to produce and mm. yeah i mean for me for my a lot of the time i'm just trying to fill time like i'm i'm working out and i just need something in my ear to like you yeah. keep me company or whatever so people having a conversation sometimes i'd rather have that than be listening to a story where i have to like really pay attention and, and get invested in it sometimes i just want to hear people bullshit Yeah. I I just think uh,
0: it's, it's cool. Like I, when, you know, growing up, I I loved radio and like, I think uh, I didn't listen to that much like talk radio, but when I did, I was, I was like, oh,
1: this is cool. And straight up podcasts are just. I grew up listening to Rush Limbaugh. Did you really? No, I actually did. Yeah. What? Why? Yep. My grandparents would play it in the car all oh, the Oh, so time. you
0: weren't actually, you weren't like tuning in. No, no, no. <laughs> no. the way you made that sound is like, yeah, man, I fucking was
1: tuning <laughs> I, in. Dude. I was an innocent bystander. Yeah. Yo, Jacksonville, global city, baby, <laughs> like Rush Limbaugh.
0: <laughs> nah, man. You were, you were just a, you were just a, uh, a, uh casualty of, uh, of, uh, what's it called? Like. You you the, were a collateral a propaganda. damage. You were collateral damage. You were just involved. They yeah. just dragged you along. But well, to, to be fair, I hated listening to
1: him as a five year old. So
0: wow, you were woke at five. Yeah, that's fucking sick, dude. Oh. I um I've literally act, this this is kind of crazy, but I've I've actually have never heard that man's voice ever. That's crazy. I've he's, heard of of him, and I've heard his name said, and I know he's an asshole, and I've read things he said, but I've not ever heard him ever. You know, that's because I grew up in a Russian household. What do you want? Like, we didn't listen to radio like we because, you know, my parents aren't going to like listen to a foreign language conversation. (laughs) Like that's like if you I don't even know. It's like it's like if you imagine if you move to fucking like Spain when you're like 20, 20, 22, 24 and then you're like you know, six years there, you're like, I'm gonna listen to Spanish language shit. Like you're probably not. You're Cause that makes your brain work. Like yeah. you're like, I'm just gonna listen to shit that I know. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But yeah, man, I don't know. I, it, the, the podcast thing is tight. I kind of hope we get some, uh, podcast production gigs. That'd I, be awesome. I want to try to do that this I'd year. I think you would be fun here. You know, I'm trying to like, uh, practice. That's really what this podcast is, is practice. It's like weekly practice. You know, I mean sounds like practice. If you come you know, hell yeah, it sounds like practice. You know, you're talking <laughs> about you're talking about podcast practice? You're talking Talk about, about podcast? you talking about podcast practice? How am I supposed to make my teammates better by going to podcast practice? <laughs> 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 I um I if you compare this to like the first one, uh it's it's very much better, I think. Probably. I'm not even talking about just like the cadences and the flow of the conversation just literally the sound quality. Cause I remember listening to the first one. And it's like, there's pops everywhere. It's just like, yeah, we,
1: we had, we had it set up all through these USBs. Honestly, I think we had different mics at the time too. I mean, I we think they're basically true. the same, yeah. but still slightly different. The setup was a little bit different. Yeah. We weren't used to talking into the mics the same way. It's true. Yeah. Yeah.
0: We weren't as comfortable on the comfortable on the mic. Yeah. You know, we were like, we weren't really MCs at that point. We were more like fledgling little, DJ wannabe MCs. Yeah, little,
1: little baby MCs. Little no,
0: baby MCs. Uh. Lowercase. Lowercase baby MC. Uh. <laughs> All right. Well, look, before we get out of here, we we had a great great uh news, a great delivery today. The lenses for our new oh, camera came in. The Cine in.
1: lenses. We
0: got these little uh, Rokinon Cine lenses. Dude, we got a set of six, right? Yeah, there's a set. It's a set of six. I don't really remember what they are, but it runs the gamut. I think the widest one is fourteen. Fourteen and the goes up to eighty-five. No, yeah, maybe one. No, isn't there like a like a one thirty-five? or might 125 be a or something. Yeah, it's there's something, something like, in the ones. There's got to be something
1: weird. Yeah, maybe it was one eighty-five. I don't but even know.
0: That one's gonna be. Uh, that's going to be a a fun little kit to play with. That's going to be great when we have an actual body to put the lenses on. I know, they're saying that it's going to be here. They said that later this week it might be there, but I'm assuming that's not going to come through. I think it'll be in like two or three weeks, but um, you know, as soon as we're able to film something with it, you know, I'll, I'll put it on the Twitter. Why not? I'll maybe, maybe I'll put a little clip on Twitter. Maybe you should put it on Instagram. Ah, shit. That's right. I don't run the Instagram. I don't run the Instagram. <laughs> this is why I'm not a social media guy. I'm like, oh, this visual thing? I'm going to put it on the text <laughs> thing.
1: <laughs> let's, let's, plug the, uh, let's plug the other thing, too. What is it? Uh, TikTok. TikTok. Shish, Shishkin yes. Productions. Yeah, well, the Shishkin
0: Productions TikTok is no doubt going to have something from the camera on there because that's like the only platform I really care about. Doesn't Shishkin Productions have a Twitter too at Shishkin Prod. It is Shishkin Prod. It, that that is uh that right there is the wasteland of content. There will be <laughs> zero things up there. If you want to follow it, follow it. That would be great. We're just parking it. I parked it. That's basically yeah. what I did. Is I parked it. You know what I mean? Um, and then
1: yeah, what's the, what is it
0: on? Uh, oh,
1: Sizzle Real Gang. S- at right? Sizzle Real Gang on Twitter and Instagram.
0: Yeah, guys, we got a we do we got a link tree. You know what I mean? So if you're oh, trying to link- look up our link tree, I think it's uh. Just, Shit, I don't even know. It's either this a real gang or this a real pod, and that way you can get everywhere you need to go, and you can uh, share the podcast with your friends. Hopefully, our South African listener can, you know, go Yo, shout out. Sh- yeah, get this thing big in Joburg, baby, or we're <laughs> not. If you're not in Joburg, I do apologize. I don't want to, you know, start any beef, but um, you know, um, come visit us in New York sometime, our South African listener. Yeah, from joeberg to Jville. From Joberg to Jville to new york yeah like a layover in jville i guess probably a stop in atlanta definitely too. do not come to jacksonville there's no need no i'm just keeping it a secret because it's the global city, global city. <laughs>